When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If it's a bidding war, how, I mean, how could you say you feel confident in the Red Sox? They haven't won a bidding war since like David Price, I guess Trevor's story kind of with the Rangers, but yeah, man, I don't know. I just, I just don't see it, but I'd love to be wrong. And I don't think they're out of it yet. I just, if I'm guessing, I'm saying like Dodgers or Yankees. So that's where I'm at. And that's like, it sucks that that is where we're at right now. And we talked to Chris about it where they haven't shown anyone any inkling of that they are willing to go outside the team in order to spend. And I get that. I Heim Bloom's whole thing was trying to spend on people that are within the organization because that is the best way to evaluate talent and be able to accurately value it. Like you said, like Yamamoto being outside of Major League Baseball his entire career, his short career at that too, is a little bit for concern. And that's not to poo-poo what uh, the MPB is. We've now seen that it's not as competitive and not at the level of Major League Baseball. But it, I would say AAA level is where it's at now. It's maybe even above where AAA is at. It's mostly you hear it's between Major League Baseball and AAA. Yeah, yeah. It's like quadruple A. Yeah, and, and I also would say one small note on NPB: a lot more contact hitters. So the one thing that would probably translate like flat rate would be his strikeout rate, which was like nine point something. So pretty good. Um, but anyway, continue. Sorry. Yeah. No. And, and but like that is the thing where it's like you bring up a great point where we can. It's not that we can only look at his strikeout rate as something that is comparable to Major League Baseball, but. You, the fact that you have to justify making a comp for him that way is what is concerning to me. And like, I, I have flashes to Daisuke, and I know that Daisuke ended up being instrumental in getting the Red Sox a World Series. But for a majority of the time, it felt like that was a wasted contract. Like, it, it, he wasn't delivering right out of the gates the way that we had hoped he would. And the fact that the Red Sox are now looking at a similar situation, and I don't want to paint them with the same stroke but there is a reality that you spend a Raphael Devers generational type contract on a guy that just does not perform and you bet on something that had insane risk and I what we've seen from the Red Sox is that they're not willing to do that especially within the last five years like even David Price like I brought that up in a tweet last week where like you look at what the Red Sox did the last decade and you take that first five years of the decade they're willing to spend outside the organization. They're going balls to the wall on what they do with their contracts. You look at what they did the last five years, the most previous five years, they've gotten away from that. David Price signed six years ago. Out, and I think that was the last draw where it was kind of like, hey, like David Price did get us to a World Series and help us win that ring. But you paid insane money for a Cy Young guy that never ended up being his Cy Young caliber again. And I... I think that scares John Henry because the dude cares about money at the end of the day and making money at the margins whenever he can. And that's what makes him skittish. And that's what puts me in the position of 
I am cautiously optimistic about what happens with Yamamoto. Like I, I'm, I would say I'm at like a 5%, 5% he signs. I don't know okay. where your head's I'm actually at. higher than you. I, I was going to say 10, just because it's down to like four teams. So statistically, it's yeah, like, like- I, I haven't moved at all though. Like, it, it, like my confidence on even when the Red Sox are mentioned, I'm still kind of like, all right, I, I'm willing to wait and see. Yeah. It's so okay. weird. I feel like, I feel like if you listen to just our conversation, you would think that I'm the most pessimistic, but I'm higher than both of you guys. Like I, I think there's a legitimate, what, 15 between 15 and 20%. Cause I don't know. I just think that there's basically hopefully four main teams in on this. And if that's the case, like if it's four teams and they all had an equal chance, it'd be 25. But one thing I do want to say on this, and I, I tweeted this out, but I definitely want to say it on here too. Yes, they're to your point, Coop, you said like they haven't spent that kind of contract since David Price, and they haven't. And even before David Price, they were a little bit skittish on uh on long-term contracts to pitchers. And obviously, like this guy's different because he's 25, but of course comes with the risk that he hasn't pitched in the majors. I think oh boy, just dropped my phone. Um all all-time episode right now for uh, the audio. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Keep rolling though, Cordo. No, but I just pitch data analytics and like the, these these scouts and these computers' abilities to evaluate these guys just based off of pure stuff and like just the pure arm action and the actual pitch itself is so advanced that I honestly feel like there's not that much risk at all comparatively to like just signing a normal guy, particularly like mainly just because of his age. But the point I wanted to make is that if John Henry actually pulled this off, and maybe maybe this is a premature conversation, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Like If he pulled it off, you wouldn't be able to say anything about him, like ever. Like no. the two, like last year, people were saying he doesn't pay his own guys and he has declining payroll and he doesn't care. Well, last year he paid his own guy. He paid his his biggest star over $300 million. And now the gripe is he's declining payroll. He hasn't shown that he cares. If he pays Yamamoto over $300 million, a guy who obviously has not thrown a major league pitch, and he goes up against literally every single big market team in the sport, like all of the financial Goliaths are in this bidding war. And if John Henry went up against all of them, and then that includes the final boss, Steve Cohen, and is able to get this guy... The final <laughs> boss, the least intimidating looking. I'm just final picturing boss like Steve ever. Cohen Dude. pixelated like video game character. On Bowser, put his face on Bowser's body. That's that's what here you're going up against here. And if he actually pried Mamamoto away from those guys and got him to come to Boston and paid three hundred million dollars for a pitcher, like that's the one part of his legacy. Like he's won four championships. He spent a ton of money for years. Like he's done everything except we have this weird five-year period where like he hasn't done that. And it's a kind of, in a lot of fans' eyes, tarnished his legacy. You wouldn't be able to say shit ever again in my book if he did this. And in my in my opinion, that's a legitimate incentive for him to get it done because we've obviously discussed how perfect of a fit this guy is. That should be in the incentive. But if it's not, well, I gotta push back on you up, real quick. Fans I shutting push... up should be the incentive. So the way that I like, I would agree with you 
if he didn't come out at the winter weekend last year and just kind of like be so disconnected with what the fan base wants and come out of that being like, I don't know why these people are booing me. I gave you four championships. Players are expensive. I don't know what else you want me to do. Like I I've given you the happiness. What more do I have to do? Like in, in my mind, and this is why, like, I always bring up that John Henry looks at it like it is a business because that is what it is. Like, yes, you have to win championships to keep people on board. But I mean, he's he's kind of like a crack dealer. He gave you a little bit of taste when he first came in. And we're at the point where you can't live without the Red Sox in your life. Like, we're going to go back to the well, no matter what. Like, I we had this discussion last week about casuals being lost. But you have the diehard fans that are showing up to Fenway no matter what. Like. Fenway will sell tickets next year. That's that's a promise. We like to say that, you know, it'll probably hit July if things don't happen this offseason and it will be an empty ballpark. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, he still sold season tickets at the beginning of the year. And yeah, he might get hit in the next upcoming offseason. But I think he's able to parlay. He's in his head is able to parlay this into another season where he can continue to make money or until he wants to sell the franchise. So, I mean, like, as much as I want to think that he cares about championships, I, I I don't think he does. He cares about putting out a product more than a championship. Coop, one of the comments you mentioned was when he said players are expensive. I find that so like insulting as a yes. fan from a guy yeah. who's worth five point one billion with a B dollars to say that to his fans who are like the I mean, say what you want about Red Sox fans. Find me a more loyal fan base than this. They're so loyal. They show up to the ballpark 95% of the time, even when the team sucks. Like, don't insult your fan base that's been there since you got here and has mostly supported you back through this, what, 25-ish year, 10 years? So I hated that comment. And I don't like to be the guy who gets all riled up by media comments because I, you know, most of the time they're playing the game. But that one just rubbed me the wrong way. Players are and expensive. They, Man, you're worth 5.1 million. Yeah. Fans see right through that too. Like at least these at least Boston fans. If you like and it goes to other sports too and the the team that always talks about that is the Celtics. I don't know why, but like their their players and like the front office and and the coach like they anytime they do these interviews like on like 985 or whatever, like they always say like this fan base like you can't bullshit them. They yeah. can see right through you. And I feel like it might be more the case with the Red Sox than any, than any of the other teams because this fan base, I f I feel like the Red Sox fan base is the most loyal out of all of them. Even well, it's though more of it's more of a, like a fixture in the community than it is all the other teams. Like the Patriots, the Patriots exactly. have incredible fans right now. Maybe not so much this year, and I think this is the first year where you see it dip off. But they had a lot of bandwagon fans. What the Red Sox are, the oldest professional sports team in not just the country, but. In Boston, like they are a fixture. They are an institution. They are doing charity work. They are building up the city. They're literally building up the Fenway area and like making their mark on the fact that it is going to be a real estate company more than just a baseball team anymore. You also like, have arguably the most iconic sports venue in the entire country. Like what's mm -hmm. more iconic than Fenway Park in all four sports? Like hockey and uh, basketball, you have to throw out because all the arenas look the same. It base Yank Stadium's gone. Wrigley's the only one that's kind of close. The Giants and the Pirates, they're beautiful, but they're not as iconic. They haven't been around as long. Football wise, <laughs> Dallas, maybe? I don't think so. So 
yeah, man. I mean, they've got it made. You but so you just, but you just made the exact point that John Henry would make in the fact that we don't have to spend because no, other people are going to be. You have, like, you have this great asset. You can't then put a crappy product on the field and like, like that eventually runs out. Like you need to take advantage. He would make more money if he had a good product. That's what I'm. That's what's frustrating to me. It's like if you spend money, we will also be inclined to spend more money. You know how many Yamamoto jerseys would sell in the first five minutes? I think it would. I like, Kike Hernandez was the most sell, like the best selling jersey <laughs> for the Red Sox, which is that's it an was that's an insult. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. You have this crazy diehard fan base. You have a great venue. You have great history. Friggin' supplemented. How many times have we said supplement on this show the last like two months? Like, ah, I'm so. How tired did that of- happen? How did Kike, before he even played a game, have a one of the top selling jerseys in in MLB? How did that happen? He does, he does a funny face in his pictures. He goes, "It's funny. You like it, yeah." Oh, he does funny. this. He does this with his teeth. It's funny. Hey, I'm hitting. Be fair. We we funny. all we lapped up those those pictures of him and his wife when he first came in there. He he's funny, but he wears, he wears down on you. Like it's all right, this is cool and all, but eventually you got to start producing. 